what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot under Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by Haha Liverpool didn't win the Champions League. Nick David. <laughs> Good evening. Haha Liverpool did not win the Champions League. And your girlfriend's favourite wrestler, Lance Vera. Hello. Thanks <laughs> to our introduction last week. I was going to say, yeah, I think I was having flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. It feels weird though, because last, we, last week we were laughing at them not winning the Premier League and already that makes me feel like the Premier League finished ages ago <laughs> it's going to be a long summer about football yeah I've got, I've got to see it's going to be a longer season next season I'm not sure because it's a World yeah. Cup in the middle of it yeah so. yeah, it will be. <laughs> yeah it's going to stretch, stretching out slightly further mm-hmm. exciting but how are you both doing this evening lads I'm, oh, okay. I'm mildly enthusiastic yay <laughs> we're only 48 hours removed yes we'll talk about that in a second so we'll start with the news, which is in association with the best wrestling page on Facebook, the pro wrestling world. The best! <laughs> so before we get into the biggest news of the weekend, I just want to uh, mention that the Motor Points Arena in Nottingham have announced that the organisers of the wrestling entertainment series have postponed the event, originally meant to take place this Saturday. Um, we talked about it the last couple of weeks with the car looking good, but we said it. They just didn't have enough time to sell tickets. They announced it like two weeks beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I think that's because it came out. Um, Chelsea Green tweeted out that it's been cancelled. So I was like, "Ooh!" Or you, you Nick said, and I was like, "Ooh, has it?" But yeah, they didn't just announced that it's been rescheduled for the 9th of July. So it's, they've said that all tickets remain valid for for the new event. But if you want a refund, contact them. So yeah, I'm assuming they just haven't sold enough tickets. So that's why they've rescheduled it. I can't see any other reason. They haven't mentioned it. No? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, I thought you were... <laughs> I thought you were going a bit more, yeah. I <laughs> well, I saw, yeah, Chelsea Green, the tweet on... Um, yeah, well, I put it in the chat earlier, didn't I, about Chelsea Green's tweet about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I just think... Well, we did say that we've said this... We've, not, we've said this on the show that we thought... Uh, well, obviously not to mention the current living crisis but uh, just the general sort of how of announcing the tickets and then having the show in such a short space of time although it was going to be quite difficult so whether that's had an impact on it or if it is simply just a, a clash of bookings with a lot of the, the guys that were going to be performing but overall hopefully yeah it gives them a few more weeks hopefully some time to shift some tickets so um, yeah fingers crossed them as I'm guessing it's going to be filmed because they've, they've announced that um, two of the matches are going to be pre-show matches so, unless it's done, it's going to be like oh, it's on Fight TV yeah that's what I was trying to think where we ever see it yeah it's going to be on Fight TV so two of the matches will just I was going to say I can't see any show nowadays not being filmed mm. yeah so it was meant to be on Fight so, TV so every show is filmed mm. well it should be anyway yeah every single show should be filmed yes. <laughs> I want that to be put out there for anyone who's had art booking in the future all the shows should <laughs> be filmed <laughs> So Lance, you was this weekend the standout of your career so far? It's got to be up there, hasn't it? Yeah, it's up there. It's definitely up there. 
Yeah, so I, I was at both shows as well. So Saturday, you came, you got, what's that, I can't remember what the tournament was called. The Going for Gold tournament or something? Bear with me. I'll get the exact name for you now. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're in the semi-final against Jack Bart. Bart Jack Bart. Baron. 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 Yes. Battered him. I did. Battered him. Crowning, go- uh, crowning glory. Crowning glory, yes. <laughs> Battered him all around the arena. Got to the final I mean, against RPD. I can't knock him. He did batter me a little bit. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, the highlight Isaac of that was, Isaac was um, gutted. He got, didn't get to hear your entrance music. He loves that song. Oh. <laughs> but you just came out and battered batter him on the entrance. <laughs> to, to be fair, the highlight of that was hearing um, Casey Payne shout, Oh, shit! As um, <laughs> I got slung over the table. I'm surprised mm. nobody uh, heard him. Yeah. <laughs> As I toppled over his pint, I had to dive over that and try not to touch it. So, KC Payne, he should be thanking me for not knocking over his pint. Mm. Yeah. Do you knock all the merch on the floor as well? Is that what it is? I knocked some of the, the VGS merch on the floor. Went to your lodge, Charles. And then Sunday. I came back and I still won. Yeah, then and Saturday Sunday. night. Then Saturday night, yeah, Warren Banks announced he was injured. Um, so he couldn't defend his title, so they vacated the title, and they announced that it's you. It was going to be you versus, and then on the show they announced as British legend Joey Hayes for the, the vacant title. Was it? it was. It was me versus Joey for the vacant title. It could have been anyone, but they went with Joey Hayes, and I think uh, I think he was a great choice. I think he was a. Uh, I think he was a great opponent. Uh, he, mm-hmm. Do you know what? It really taught me a lot. To be fair, wrestling yeah. Joey. It was great. That was a really fun match. <clears throat> It, was kind of, it kind of had like, it wasn't quite Austin and Brett vibes, but throughout the match you could see you slightly turning face and him doing more heelish things as the match went on. So, but you're, you're one of, you, you've, at the rest line, you've always been the heel everybody loves anyway. <laughs> but that, that was I don't even know how that happened. So it's, uh, I don't know how that's happened, but it's happened. And now hmm. I am arguably one of the most popular people to ever walk through the doors at Wrestle Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he won the title. Yeah. And it was a real crowning achievement to hear everyone cheering my name, a chanting pop. along. The pop. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah put the pop out of your video. Yeah, because I wanted to oh. cheer. <laughs> I had to stop. I stopped recording. <laughs> oh, did you actually stop filming? Because we were watching it with Stacey in the car. Yeah. And we were like, she goes, wait for this pop. And then it just cut, and we were like, I <laughs> No idea. <laughs> no. So I, don't, I, I still don't understand how massive this pop was. Oh, wait, wait till they release it, it? Um, on When they release it on Wrestle 4, you'll see. It's loud, probably, possibly the loudest show pop I've heard at a British show in ever, possibly. <laughs> can, can we get this, can we get this tweeted, by the way? Can we get this put on Twitter somewhere? Can we get this in writing? Yeah. <laughs> that this is, the loudest pop you've ever heard in a Brit Rush show ever. Yes, I can put that out. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, oh, so cool. happy. Great. <laughs> so was I. So was I. Yeah, Don't like what happened after. Can we just say that was the Wrestle Island champion? <laughs> yeah, well, you went, you went out around, you hugged all your friends, hugged your family, and then... Hugged you. Yeah, eventually made your way around to me. Had Bud's Joel out the way so I could give you a Volleyed his own child out of the way to get to me. <laughs> and then, Hustle Malone. 
ruined it and cashed in on you. And he is now the Vessel Island champion. But Peter has come out and he's announced that you will get an immediate rematch the next show on 21st of August, I think. 21st of August, the main event of uh, the next Vessel Island show, Hustle Malone versus Lance Rivera. Mm-hmm. Prince versus protagonist. But I'll so, tell you what, uh, yeah. I'm going to kick his fucking ass. Ah, <laughs> oh, can't wait. This isn't going to be some technical wrestling match. This isn't going to be nice to watch. I'm going to kick his fucking ass all over fucking Birkenhead. Whoa. I don't care if he's on progress. I don't mm. care if he's on the WWE Network. Because I know what, you can start calling me after I beat him. You can start calling me the progress killer because I'm going to kill his progress. Yes. I'm going to put, I'm, I'm taking that title. I'm keeping it. And no one's taking it away from me. And I'll tell you what. Brian Aderson's coming out on Twitter saying, oh, where's my title shot? I'll kick his ass and all. <laughs> RPD, RPD, I don't care if he used to be a boxer, I don't care, Mr. Rumble winner, I'll kick his ass as well. Yes. I, I ain't messing around, this title's mine. And when Warren <laughs> comes back as well, when Warren comes back and stakes his claim for the title, do you know what? I'll kick his ass too. <laughs> the, the Rumble was fun. It was, it was, I think... Well, no, I think some of that between entrances was like 30 seconds. It was Rachel Sue, she took a photo, somebody else was coming <laughs> And the Mandalorian entered the rumble, so you don't get that every show. So. Here's, the question, here's the question for you now, the real question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like you just to confirm it on the podcast. Who got, who, uh, who got the bigger pop? RPD winning the rumble, or Lance Rivera winning the, uh, the uh, Russell Island Championship? I think you got the bigger pop. That's what we wanted to hear. I'd be insulted if you said anything else. Yeah, I know that he got all the kids in the ring with him when he won the championship, but I think you got the biggest cheer when he won the I Rumble. Be- I believe, I believe I've been told, and uh, it has been confirmed to me, but if you'd like to confirm as a second-hand witness as well, that there was a child crying after I lost. Um, I, I didn't see a child. How did you not say? Well, I got told by... by the oh, yeah, yeah, yes, it was, um, I was a little girl opposite us. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently she was in floods of tears. Yeah. I was, I was gutted. I was gutted. I was, I was so happy. I was so like, I'm going to announce him as the champion on Tuesday. <laughs> Don't worry. Right. We can mark it, we can mark it in our diaries, right? Mm-hmm. August 23rd, 2022, you can announce me as the Wrestle Island champion. And then the following week, I can announce you as the Wrestle Island and Kingdom of Wrestling champion. Ah, uh, see, no, that I'll be a finalist. I'll be competing for the title in November. Oh, okay. So, no, that... so the win- the winner of the Rumble at the next show and the winner of this tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah. For, for the, the uh, yeah. Ah, okay. So come November, you can announce me as the dual champion. Uh, I thought the tournament was for the championship and then you'd face the Rumble winner in November. No, okay. <laughs> no, that's that's not close to the two face for the title. I love that show. The Kingdom of Wrestle show was so fun. It was so intimate. There was only about 50 people there. And it was, yeah. It's a good vibe, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it was, great. it was great. Rachel loved it as well. Except, except the get home bit. Because it was Champions League night. Our oh, train got, got cancelled so we didn't get... Oh, the, we left the show at 10 to 9. We got home at 20 to 12. Oh my God. How did you get home? It's a train. It's a train. It, took train. Us an, it took us an hour to get there. But the 20 past nine train got cancelled, so we had to get the... Then the la- next one was later, it was quarter ten. And then, I don't know, I don't know if they changed the times. That the, 
Yeah, trying to, try to get hate. Uh, all them drunk Liverpool fans is fun. Um, me and me and Tommy Murphy, uh, Tommy Murphy, Tommy Jackson travelled together. Yeah, and he had to absolutely dash me to the train station because we only had uh, about I think it was about twenty minutes to mm. get from uh, Southport to Runcorn so I could get the train <laughs> home. Yeah, <laughs> we just about made it. Otherwise, I'd have been sleeping and uh, sleeping on his sofa. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, so next time I'm going to see you live is Infamous, I think. That's next time. Infamous Pro Wrestling. Yes, in that is, uh, that is this month in Runcorn, and that is on the 18th. Yes. Yes, I can't wait. You could also, you could, if you really want to, you can come to Future Shock and get your new T-shirt then. Oh, I really want to watch so much. I, <coughs> I spent far too much money this weekend, so I can't redo really much more. <laughs> Doing two shows in two days just spent far too much money. This <laughs> probably match is going to be absolutely massive though at Future Shock. Got some real yeah, talent. I might lead two bits. Uh, Joe Kessler, is it? Is it? Yeah, me two bit Dynamite Lee and Joe Kessler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and Joel definitely want to come to a Future Shock show, but it might be one of the things we might do in the summer holidays. Well, better hope that I'm there. <laughs> so that's the news. Uh, in association with the best wrestling page on Facebook, the Pro Wrestling World. Links in the description if you want to follow the page. Yo! This is the Nightmare Fuel Hustle Malone. And you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Okay, so we're going to move on to our review-ish of <laughs> Double or Nothing. Down since day one-ish. <laughs> There's 30 matches on this show. What does that think- mean? They've been Down together since day one-ish. Been together since day one-ish. <laughs> I don't know, I just remember singing it when I was in, oh, that's actually at New Orleans WrestleMania. And uh, <laughs> it just kept, you know, I just remember singing that song uh, when, for ages. Well, you might have been at Wrestle, WrestleMania in New Orleans, but were you at Wrestle Island, this is the way in Birkenhead? Uh, sadly With the biggest not. pop, exactly the, the biggest, biggest pop in, in British, British professional wrestling history. Since the pastor William Eva cashed in on Marty Skull, that is. No, bigger pop, bigger pop. <laughs> uh, since Pete bigger Dunne pop. won the championship. I was there for that, bigger pop. Since, yeah, okay. Go <laughs> on, keep going, keep going. Uh, this, this could be a long either. <laughs> I rank as number one. I'm always number one. And Hulson Malone's going to find that out come August 21st. <laughs> what a segue, look at that. That's talent, isn't it? Yeah, so one from one title match to another. We'll start with the world title match. I've literally just, just finished watching this. This show had 13 bloody matches and it was four hours, 50 minutes long. <sighs> what I will say about that, I mean, I know cause they only have four pay-per-views a year and there's a, there's, again, obviously there's a lot of wrestlers on this card. Every match was good, I thought. Like It wasn't like when you've got... Sound like WrestleMania. Uh, oh, well, well, this match was useless. This match was useless. The six-person tag was nothing to write here about, I've heard. I, I didn't actually watch that one. But. I know, I'm not saying it was amazing. Like, it's a match of the year. Contenders immediately go back and watch. But I'd say every match kind of had a purpose. And at least there was something to it. It wasn't like it was just, I don't know, like... Earlier in the night, we saw something on the pre-show that forced the match to to sort of happen. There was no filler. There was no filler, basically. I think like I think you could have put five of these matches on to headline a, a dynamite or a rampage, and you wouldn't have noticed. But yeah, I, 
Dynamite. I, I do think, yeah, maybe going forward on their pay-per-views, that yeah, they should try and look at shifting a, a, an hour off, I'd say. I think anything under four hours is okay for a pay-per-view, because you kind of know what you're in for for a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think anything over four hours you are, you are obviously... Yeah, pushing, especially for people who stay, either stay up late and, and this could be even, even the, the general paying audience there, because there was some matches where they went a little bit quiet. But, um, but yeah, I'm sure they know that as well. They're not, they're not, they're not idiots that, that were running this promotion, so. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, so let's start with the, I've heard mixed response to CM Punk winning the championships and people, half of, half of them are saying, why is a, a, a ex-WWE guy. Why is a WWE guy? Everyone keeps saying winning the championship from a homegrown page. Why is this old man? It's, it's like Goldberg. I was like, what? How? What's, it? What's this nonsense? He's like Goldberg. He's there every week. He's had 11 matches this year. <laughs> so, uh, I don't I was concerned it just me is really happy with it. Well, I don't understand people's arguments that because Moxley... Won the championship. Jericho was the first ever champion for crying out loud. Yes. <laughs> I think Pages of, oh, yeah, Page and Omega are the only two that have not been in WWE. But yeah, I think that sometimes with wrestling, you're always going to get idiots pop up on. So I think stupid, the biggest stupid tweet I saw after the show was mm. someone saying, Oh, I'm buzzing for Raw tonight because at least, uh, at least it won't be that long. Uh, the last night felt like we were being almost held hostage. You're watching a bloody wrestling show out of choice. How can that be a hostage situation, <laughs> you absolute moron? <laughs> Sorry, I thought I'd go. I was trying to slip back into the show, but this no, is not a good no, point keep, to get out. keep going, keep going. I like <laughs> Just, it, keep going. I want more. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, any, anything that, that gets an opinion, it could be about pretty much any, anything newsworthy, sport, news, anything on Twitter. You're always going to get idiots pop up. But, yeah, I've just noticed... Sort of almost since these two promotions have sort of become become a thing at WWE, you do just get stupid comments for both for both promotions. That is not just for for for, for against AW or against WWE. So yeah, run over. Go on, fucking <laughs> kick off, mate. No, don't stop there. Keep going. No, I'm sure. More, in you. Go on. I'm sure there'll be more that, that will come up. So yeah. <laughs> start throwing shit. Man. Just like mm-hmm. proper. Start well, punching walls. I've just thrown a glass of water on the floor, actually. So yeah, <laughs> I think I think punk women is the right call. The right time, I think. They've done their nostalgia pop, and now they have to kind of do something with it. I think I mentioned it in our preview. He's forty-four soon, so he's. If they've got to give, give him the title, I think they have to do it sooner rather than later. When do you think uh, Daniel Bryan's going to get it? He'll get it. It will get it at some stage. I think um, he'll certainly get it at some stage. It's just a matter of. <laughs> well, I'm sure that over the next couple of years, he'll he'll certainly get a he'll get a run. Um, potentially, could even be one that takes it off Punk. But 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 for, for the here and now, like I said to you last week on the show, Chris, I think it's striking while the iron's hot. Page mm-hmm. has had a good run. Obviously, that kind of stage now with a with AEW like like. Lance just said there with Daniel Bryan is a good example. You've got so many talent, so, like a lot of talent there. You want to all, you want to see everyone have a bit of a run with the belt. So there's going to have to be a bit more um, hot potato in, I guess, with the belt. But um, I think now is the perfect time. Punk's on top of his game. Um, I, I just think you're right with the age thing as well. I, I think now is the perfect time to to, to do it. Uh, and yeah, I, I thought it was a really, really good match as well for the, for the record. I know it was always going to be a good match. There's two two fantastic wrestlers, but I thought it was a really good main event. And um, 
And yeah, I, like I said, I think it is the correct winner. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to who they're going to select to face CM Punk at the. Oh, what's it called? The, the, uh, in New Forbidden Japan. Door. Forbidden Door. Forbidden, Forbidden Door. Door. So, Ooh, yeah. I guess, would, would it, presumably, would it be just, the, I don't know, either, as I say, I'm not an expert on New Japan, so wouldn't, wouldn't it be the New Japan Pro Wrestling Champion that would face Punk, or is that not how it's kind of going to work? Is I'm it? not sure how it's going to work. It would, it would make sense if they did, like, champion versus champion, tag team champion versus tag team champion. And, but, it makes oh. sense, but it doesn't mean they have to do it. Well, yeah. they could even like, have two title defense. They could even just be a bit more... I don't know what their actual current plan is, if it's going to be literally AEW versus New Japan Pro Wrestling, or if we're going to see a few matches where it's crossover, but if it's actually going to be... Okada. Yeah, I think that's the one I want. Because <laughs> <laughs> in my head, it's either, it's either Punk and Naito, or Punk and Ooh, I think Okada. Naito, I really want Punk Okada. I've always wanted to see CM Punk versus Okada. I'd like to see um, Danielson versus Okada. Oh. oh, that'd be good. No, I want to see Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> I, yeah, I want that. Yeah. The winner of the Brian Award versus the Brian Award. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Is it, is it is Sabre part of Suzuki Gun, isn't it? So, yeah. So if you had Suzuki Gun versus the Blackpool Club, whatever they're called. Ooh, <laughs> William Regal versus Namora <laughs> Suzuki. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, we'll have, we'll have to do it just to fancy book the show. <laughs> so, when, yeah. when is it again? <coughs> end, end, of, end of June, yeah, last yeah. weekend of June. Yes, we could do it, maybe do it in two weeks. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really excited to see where they're going to go with Punk. Because so. um, a good reason to change it, because that, that show is in Chicago as well so the next two pay-per-views yeah. are in Chicago so it's having champion main event both shows makes sense I think yeah I agree I think uh, yeah you're, you're absolutely right it's going to be um, yeah because all that always is in Chicago so yeah, <coughs> I, I agree and as well the the, the, the left wrestlers you can see up there, I suspect I, I, I don't know what the person who won the the Owen Hart Foundation Cup does that guarantee you a title shot I presume it probably does or certainly puts you near the top of the rankings I suspect mm-hmm. so yeah. um, you're looking at the, the person who won that uh, there's loads of other guys as well on that roster that'll be that'll be very interesting who, who Punk will go up against and um, and then yeah you also got the then you obviously have title defences but then you also got the who's actually going to take the belt away from, from Punk so yeah exciting times hey, yeah I could see him Slowly turning heel throughout the title mm. reign. I think maybe he, get, he gets beaten down, beaten down, and as throughout the title, like, he starts cheating to keep the title, and then he's back into great punk heel <laughs> in the heel yeah, mode. It's, it's, it's where it's going to go, and it like he's definitely going to end up as a as a bad guy at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where should we go next? Possibly one of my favorite. The opening match was possibly my favorite. Show match. I just love this. So yeah, MGF versus Wardlow. Everyone's saying, "Oh, why did they squash MGF?" I thought it was pretty decent to and fro for a little bit, but I think this is how it had to go. He he got powerbomb ten times, I think, before he pinned him. So, so and this is this is a good way to write MJ off TV off TV for a while. And yeah, they finally yeah MJ, and then at the end. Wardlow is all elite, so he's now all elite. He isn't contracted to MJF. 
So this is, yeah, this is a, a perfect way to end the story. Yeah. He just announced it today as well. I've just seen it on Twitter before that they've uh, announced that he is now officially all elite. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I lo- I, lo- I loved his entrance. Like, yeah, they come out with no music. They had to put two um, padlocks on him. Well, not padlocks. Ha- handcuffs on like him. Like Kane. Yeah, they had to put two handcuffs on him because he yeah. broke it last week. Yeah. And the guy who came down with him just looked like Goldberg. <laughs> so it just made the whole... He'd have a towel on his head. He'd have a towel on his head like Kane. <laughs> I, I, I love, I think Wardlow can really go on and be one of the best stars. I actually think he can go on and be one of the biggest, like, mm. the, one of the biggest, well, the best, biggest wrestlers uh, in the world today, I think. I really think he's got, I think sky's the limit for Wardlow, I really do. Um, I think he's, when he first came, obviously saw him as a badass heel, bodyguard or whatever. Now we're actually seeing him as a, as a likeable babyface, thought the, the whole term was done to perfection. And, um, yeah, now hopefully we might see a bit more mic work as well now that he's actually allowed to, well, be, be Wardlow. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, yeah, the end, the presentation at the end was great. Uh, a bit of emotion we saw from him as well. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, it was all, um, great in that sense. Yeah, the match itself, I've got no problems with it. I think it was, I think sometimes with as well with AEW, uh, you don't get these sort of squash matches. So when they actually do do sign a bit, a bit different, it's nice, sort of thing. Obviously, if this happened on every show with squash matches, then it would be a bit rubbish. But doing the random thing here and then, I think it's, I think it's good. And I think it goes with the storyline as well, and also adds a bit of a real-life touch. We know the problems that we heard about MJF over the weekends with him. Mm-hmm. There was actually talking and not even turning up to the pay-per-view. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if you're going to get into that, but uh, yeah, so it kind of fed into that, I think, quite well. So it's... I think where, there did, is, where did you stand on that being... Shoot or work. I think I, it's, I, I can't figure it out. So. I think you don't. Turn, I, you're not going to turn up to a. Um, I don't think AEW would make it a work if people have actually paid to see him as a meet and mm. greet. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think a promotion would agree to to put that into work because it's still at the end of the day that's not fair on people who are actually paying money mm-hmm. to do that. So as soon as he didn't turn up for meet and greet, I was like, no, that, this is not a work. But like uh, people have said on Twitter. At the moment, it's probably not a work, but you can easily build it in to make it a work. So as long as, obviously, fans are, are sorted out that they'd pay their money and they didn't get a CMG, hopefully there'll be some refunds there. I don't know what the deal is for them. But, uh, yeah, once that's sorted out, I'm sure that they can it, uh, they can turn it into a work. But at the moment, I think it's it's certainly not. Is there any idea of what, what's going on with them? I haven't seen an update, to be honest. No, I've not seen an update. Like, what, why, why he left or anything like that? Apparently, he wanted to negotiate his contract early, so presumably he wanted more money. Uh, and AW, I don't think, were prepared to start talk. I could be wrong on this, but they, as you say, he doesn't run out to 2024. I don't think AW wanted to start contract negotiations until closer to the contract expiry date. I could be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. I well, don't I've really not, know I've, much about it. I just I've, not, I've not seen it. I've walked out, but I kind of assumed that people were over-egging a work. I uh, know, so I kind of was on the right lines. I was just, yeah, so basically, it expires in two years. AEW, and he, naturally, as, as you would do, he's one of the biggest stars. He wants a raise, but AEW, part of that, AEW were happy to give him a raise, but as long as he signs, as long as it's a new contract altogether and it goes beyond 2024, mm. but MJF doesn't want it to, he wants to keep it till 2024, because I suspect he wants to probably explore other options when it gets to 2024, potentially. So. So I think there, yeah, that's what's happened. That's why it's a bit of a. I just yeah. find it strange that he's walked out. Yeah, yeah. he's never really seen the kind 
But I don't, no. I don't, I don't know him. Uh, I think Tony Khan as well in interviews with the press was playing it down as you, as I'm sure you would, something like this. Oh, yeah, it's like football, isn't it? You're not gonna, you're not just yeah. gonna kick off straight away, are you, and say, oh, fuck that guy. Or you're not gonna get commentators on air to uh, start <laughs> slating the wrestlers as well. <laughs> um, no, it's, um, it's an interesting one. I can kind of understand where both parties are coming from, if I'm honest in that sort of dispute. Uh, because yeah, I can get my MJF. I thought that it was it was a work. That was my first thought when I saw it, and I haven't really looked into it too much. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure we'll hear it. Because it seems like it. it'd be a work. But as I said, he loves meeting the fans. That's, 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 that's the that's the thing. That's what, when as soon as he did turn up for that, that's when I was like, no, you're not gonna. Yeah, and I, I don't. I certainly, a company wouldn't because you'd have to if it was a work. Obviously, it would be the company's. Obviously, the company would want to prove it and to sanction it. So I just can't see a company doing that to fans who have actually paid specifically to go and see him so well did they give them the money back uh, I don't know I assume so I, I, yeah I'm sure they, yeah, Tony Khan doesn't seem the type I, that... I could I could see it being a work 100% yeah. I could see that being a work As I say, it's easy to make it into a work so right now it, it may not be but it's easy to, it's so easy now for them to if it does ever all get sorted out then they can make it into a work at some stage and say oh yeah it was a work definitely yeah, going back to people thinking it was a squash match, this I don't think this was a squash. I think this is perfectly how the match should have gone. Um, I loved how he powerbombed him three times, put his foot on, got to two. Then <laughs> I loved how he powerbombed him and then pointed to the next. Uh, he did like a whole game and pointed to the next side of the ring and then powerbombed him to that that side of the crowd and then pointed to the next side of the crowd and said, "Oh, I'll powerbomb for you." <laughs> powerbombed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think I counted ten at the end. And then, yeah, finally pinned them. Yeah. This was fun. I think that's, I think that's, that's how it had to be. They couldn't have had a competitive match. I don't think. It wouldn't have fit in with the story. If you had to go through the labours, these had to put them through, and then have a competitive match at the end, what's the point of putting them through the labours if you could have a competitive match anyway? So. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll move on to the madness, which was <laughs> the Anarchy Rules match. <laughs> So was it Anarchy in Arena match? What's that called? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anarchy, Anarchy and Anarchy in the Arena match. <laughs> it's just fun. I've heard some people saying it was it was filmed really badly. <laughs> they missed half the spots and it was too bloody. I was like, what did you expect? <laughs> I loved I loved how they all came out. Like uh, the association looked like a bad nineties. Boy band all in white, <laughs> like the angels. Yeah, but then um, the good guys all had white tops on as well. So when they started bleeding, they just looked absolutely covered in blood. <laughs> uh, and uh, oh, one of two point was bleed. Magic, magic. Can't remember his name. Was pissing blood out of his face. <laughs> Yeah, and then he started pouring mustard all over. Was it that must kill if you put mustard on your face? <laughs> proper stinging, yeah. Oh, but yeah, it was, yeah. This was just a fifteen-minute spot fest. I recommend everyone go and watch this. I don't know how um, how to describe it really. Hadn't it? <laughs> well, like J- J- Justin Roberts, when the crowd were coming out, he just went. He was sort of like trying to be pressured. He just goes. Who am I kidding? Shit is about to hit the fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Um, 
No, it was my match of the night. I think, um, obviously, yeah, we all love rest, good wrestling, but sometimes there's just something great about an all-out brawl, really, isn't there? Uh, but every single wrestler in this did it to perfection as well. I thought it was, mm. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I loved sure as well the music. I thought it was weird that Val played and played and played. <laughs> a, bit of a, a bit of a nod to New Jack. I mean, I, I wasn't obviously watching ECW back then, but my mate was sort of saying that apparently that's what they used to do with some of the New Jack's matches in ECW where the music would just play. Yeah. Um, so whether it's a nod to him, I don't know, but uh, I, thought, I thought it was quite cool. I was like, oh, when it came off again, I was like, oh, it must just be a mistake. But I was like, mm, no, nah, it was surely clocked on by now, so they're obviously doing it on purpose. So, <laughs> but yeah. The crowd, I love how the crowd was still singing every lyric as well, even <laughs> even later on when it went well, on again. Well, <laughs> I, I, yeah, great song as well. Um, but yeah, no, um, might, might do not my match at, um, on the first and get my entire song played <laughs> on loop until <laughs> I'm just on loop and until, until Hustle until goes to the sound stage and closes the laptop. Yeah, I'll take their song off. <laughs> no. and that's when I super kick them and I pin them and I win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure why society won though. I'm not sure how this progresses any storyline. I think there's, uh, there's, because uh, at the time I agreed with yourself, I was fuming. But then my other ways of looking at it is two things. I think one, there's going to be a rematch. Probably a, they, they haven't done blood or guts yet this year, have they? Or blood and guts, I should say. So yeah. I think we'll probably get a rematch of blood and guts, and that then that's sense. when that's when the Blackpool Combat Club and Kingston and win. Um, the other um, thing as well is. Like we said last week on the show, obviously you've got an actual stable up against, well, five incredible wrestlers. We said the teams looked a bit uneven, but I think, yeah, the, we kind of, we did see in this sort of mocks, um, Danielson and, uh, Kingston come to blows when Kingston literally mm. wants to set Jericho on fire. <laughs> and, uh, Danielson was like, no, no, that's too far. Um, so kind of what we thought last week about, yeah, that, that whilst they're obviously all great wrestlers, there's always going to be, a, there was a bit of tension amongst that because they're not, mm. they're not a set stable. So yeah, that's, that's the only bit of logic I can think about it. But as I said, I'm sure there'll be, I reckon there'll be a, a blood and guts match between these 10. Oh, I'd, lo- I'd love that. Yeah. I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure it did it. I think it did follow last year, didn't it? it followed double on. I'm pretty sure it followed. Yeah, um, it's one of them special dynamites, wasn't it? That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. But yeah, I, I, I say, and if you go out your way to watch this match, if, if you just want some a fun 15 minutes where people are just battering each other, and, yeah, there's a stick yeah. at the end where they threw Moxley over the top rope into a table, which had barbed wire all over, it, and he was just stuck to the barbed wire. The referees had to get him out of it. Also, oh, he stuck there for ages. Also, oh. yeah, so he, he couldn't help Daniel soon when he was getting he was in the submission hold at the end. Also, oh. oh yeah, and he put they pulled the Lance they pulled the top rope off and they they strangling um, Danielson whilst he was in was he in the walls of Jericho? Well, I wasn't sure. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. yeah. I'd, so I don't think he gave up. I think he passed out in the end. So that's. So it's a way out. I don't think he actually said I quit. But yeah, <laughs> it was sick. Uh, next, we'll move on to the Owen Hart, um, the finals. Just got them up here. The, the men's Owen Hart Foundation final. Samojo versus Adam Cole. I did enjoy this match, but I think I just had too far higher expectations for this. I think it was a good, like, three star matchup. So that was fun. It was quite a clear. Clean finish in the end. I, th- I think it's kind of spoiled it that 
Baker and Adam Cole both came out in pink and black gear. <laughs> yeah, I say I enjoyed it. I just didn't think it was good as I I had had it was going to be in my head. So. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that completely. I thought yeah, it was expectations. I think were a bit too high for myself as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'm not saying it was bad at all. It was a good match, but. It wasn't a match of the. I, I was thinking this could be a match of the night. Uh, it wasn't, um, but it was. It was good. I think that's just it. It was. It was a good match, um, but it wasn't a match of the night contender, um, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I've, I, again, it's a tough one because I've seen people say, "Oh no, they've got the two. Um, they got the two winners wrong for both the tournament winners." Um, I mean, to my, I think it's one of those ones where I didn't really care who won because I love both men, mm-hmm. um, and. Same for the women. I thought I didn't really care for them because, in the good way, as in, oh, I'm happy either way. So, yeah, I, I, I can understand why people are a little bit frustrated, maybe because Joe's just come in. But, yeah, I, I, I've got no real complaints with, no, with the winner. I'm happy, I'm happy both of them winning. So. Yeah. Out the two matches, I think the women's final was a lot better than the men's final. I yeah, I really well, enjoyed the, the women's final. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And I will say this is about the women's as well. Not just this match, but all three women's matches I really, really enjoyed. Um, I thought all three matches were, were excellent. Um, I think the women oh, did themselves. Thunder Rosa, really the match was excellent. Really excellent. good. Cargill, Jay. I mean, I'm, I'm a massive Jade Cargill fan, so I'm always going to be slightly biased because uh, I just think she's great as well. I think her character's phenomenal. But I really, really enjoyed so I think that's the best I've ever seen Anna Jay wrestle as well. Um, and then we had, obviously, some cool bits as well post-match. So, um, no, I think, yeah, the women did themselves proud. Because I think, yeah, one one thing we always do get out of maybe AEW is we don't see enough female matches, mm-hmm. uh, especially on pay-per-view as well. Um, but, yeah, those claims have certainly been put to bed and within good reason. Because, yeah, so I thought all three women matches were, were great. Yeah, so the the end of the CBS Championship match, they had... I, don't, I can't think what... It was Malcolm Biven. I can't remember what, what his... Um, yeah, I've forgotten what his name is in this. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so, it, so it looks like he's <laughs> replaced um, Sterling Mark as Cargill's manager now. Yeah, I, I, I guess it... I suppose he's just going to be... Because uh, he's manager of Tony Nice, so I guess it just means get another manager on, which, yeah... Oh, he's Stokely Hathaway. Stokely Hathaway. Doesn't quite suit him as well. No, I think Malcolm Bivens. It's not usually... I <coughs> think a name in WWE's better, but... Yeah, I think Malcolm Bivens seems a bit more easier to say, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think he's he's great. I mean, he's he's one of the best things about um, NXT. Um, Malcolm Bivens, um, I don't, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it it's good like to he, see. He's now joined the baddies. Well, I don't think you could ever not have load too many managers. So it's I think him and makes sense. Yeah, whether whether they needed him with um, the baddies, I don't know, but because I thought. So, uh, Mark Sterling was fine with them, but but yeah, I've got certainly no no issues with it. Um, and yeah, I suppose it hopefully it gives um, Mark Stern time to actually give yeah a bit more rub on um, Tony Nice. Yes, and then then post match, does look like Anna Jay was going to get beat down from all three members of the baddies, and then Chris Statlander came out to kind of eat, just stood down. Yeah, still outnumbered, and then Athena uh, Ember Moon made her debut. Had to wait for her music to start before she came out. Do a whole entrance, but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, do you think that's a good way of debuting it? Just throw into a face, not like a f- faction, just a group of faces to face the, uh, another faction. Though. Well, I, I was thinking, who's actually going to be um, 
who's actually going to take off the belt off Jay Cargill. <coughs> I said it'll probably have to be someone who comes straight into the promotion, like a de- someone who's debuting. I think, yeah, perfect wrestler to do it, I think. Um, I, I think, yeah, Ember Moon is her work in NXT, what both times around was absolutely class. Um, probably had one of my favourite ever women matches on NXT as well. Um, we're against, um, Shayna Baser. So, um, no, having her on, um, uh, yeah, I think that could be a potential one to take the, but I think it should be the one to her to take the belt of cargo. You can get a bit of a, bit of a rivalry going as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I think it was a good way to debut. So I think sometimes as well, it's quite difficult with how many debuts you've had to try and get it right. Luckily with the females, we haven't really seen like loads of high profile debuts like we have with the men. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, I thought it was a good way to do it. And, um, and yeah, hopefully we get, we, as I say, we, we see a title match and potentially the new TBS champion. And it'll be a good way to, as I say, Cargill's, sorry. No, go on, go on. I was going to say, Cargill's got to have a big opponent to make her first. Not so much dropping the belt, but just in terms of actually having that first defeat, it's going to have to be someone big. And I think, yeah, what better way to sort of show, um, oh, I keep calling Ember Moon, um, what's actually her name in? Athena. Athena. So, yeah, good way of having her, um, yeah, well, best way to introduce her to the uh, the AEW audience um, by having her win the belt and getting a big win over Jay Cargill. Uh, yeah, another debut of the night. Talent, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, I was going to just say she's just yeah. such a top talent. Like mm. she she's un- she's unbelievably talented and it can only go one way. And like you say, she should be the one who who wins the title. Definitely, it, it'll, it, she'll end up showing what what WWE lost out on. Yeah, completely couldn't agree more. Yeah, another another um, debut of the night was uh, Andrade brought in his new business partner, Roosh, who's a multiple-time Ring of Honor champion. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing him, what he does, and he looks co- so cool. Roosh is so fucking good. Yes. I've not he seen loads of matches so of him, but everything I've seen of him I've enjoyed. So. He is so fucking good. He's ridiculously good. I hope they bring his brother, also his brother Dragon Lee. I think they, they bring him as well as part of this faction. I think that'd be amazing. Bring them all in. Yeah. Bring <laughs> it all in. All of them. Get me in there too. But they, they look so good together as a, the, the, like the, the, the made to be a tag team and you know, you're standing next to Andrade. I was like, oh, that looks so good together. Yes. Yeah. I always used to say that. Yeah. That's because they, they were, they, the, 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 <laughs> I think they used to be part of LIJ together, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Um, we just mentioned the Death Triangle versus House of Black before we finish. I, I love this match. Um, yeah. I'm quite happy to go back and watch it again and again and again. So, well, what I was thinking about, I was like, oh, does it really need to be on the show? But this just headline. But I think this is what they wanted to do earlier in the year. They've held off on... Cause we haven't seen Julia Hart on telly for months. Yeah. I think this is what we plan to do over in February. She was going to join the House of Black. Yeah, join the House of Black, and it was a great way for us to introduce her. And yeah, it was a big win for House of Black. I said that last week. They needed a big win. Yeah, they've been doing having lots of good matches, but not have but just needed a huge win. I think. I, I think to be honest with you, I think this. You're right. It could have made event dynamo, but I think this all six men probably deserved the place on the card. I think. I think you have to have. Um, well, certainly the Lucha. 
the Lucha Bros. Do. I think you just need to get them on a pay per view, regardless. I think they're just those wrestlers. You just need to get find a way to get them on the card because uh, they're great. No, it was a uh, yeah. I think we we're talking last week about matches that could randomly be matched the night. They could mm-hmm. well the ones you don't really plan, but yeah, this was probably that. Um, to be honest with you, uh, if it wasn't for the Anaconda Arena, because that was just my personal favourite. But this was certainly a, a close second. Um, really enjoyed it. And um, I thought all six men were, were great. So I think sometimes in six-man tags, you can get sort of some wrestlers who don't really stand out, and you only talk, end up talking about one or two wrestlers. But I thought all six of this were, 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 were brilliant. And it was a, yeah. Especially Brody King. Best I've ever seen him wrestle as well. You've not really seen too much of Brody King. Um, yeah, and I thought he, he, he was brilliant in this. Really, really good. So, yeah, no, really, really enjoyable match. What did he put? It's not Summer Souls. It's the top rape. He didn't quite get it, but it still looked, because he's 300 pounds, it still looked devastating, even though he, yeah, I think he hit, hit the, the map more than he hit the opponents. But yeah, I th- yeah, I loved how, yeah, as a tag in, they did the things, then somebody else came in, they did the things. Oh, oh, yeah, it was such a greatly worked match, I thought. And, yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm hoping House of Black, they, if they either bring in the trio's titles, they, they should be first champions, or, I could see them just putting Alistair Black straight into a title scene and Brody and Buddy <laughs> go into a tag, the tag team title scene. Or, uh, yeah, you could, could happily just put Black in the title scene and nobody will moan about that because every, yeah. everybody loves this team. I think it's going to be wonders for Julia Hart as well. Yeah, I guess a bit more, a bit more sort of better exposed. Well, there's a bit. Of, don't be disrespectful to the guy she was with. Uh, I think it was, just, it was just a character change, which always naturally has more eyes on it. So, mm. um, I think yeah, having a character change always helps someone. It's going to get how them. weird they're going to go. I don't know. I hope it doesn't go too silly and doesn't go down the Alexa Bliss route no, too silly. No. I think they, if they keep it serious, it can be a bit wacky, but. Don't I don't too, think they'll go too, down that route. That route. <laughs> I, I have faith in AEW not to go down that weird route. <laughs> and I love how they all had the same face paints as well, so they look absolutely yeah. look like a property in the sky. I stand as well. by it. I enjoy that weird route. I stand by it wholeheartedly. <laughs> I enjoy that. I enjoyed that whole uh, Bray Wyatt Alexa Bliss stuff. Uh, yeah. Each to their own. <laughs> I, 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 I think our Isaac's favourite match we've watched it so many times with Alexa Bliss with uh, Landy Orton at the moment we've watched it so many times recently <laughs> so he's six so it's for six year olds <laughs> was, I, think, I think it just went a bit too wacky with Alexa Bliss she's better than that I think but, yeah no, I thought it was different I enjoyed it it was just something a bit different from what we used to mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it, and I didn't like the fact there was no payoff or anything to it. it I, I just, yeah. Oh, I didn't like there was no payoff. That was a shame. I didn't like the fact that she had months and months and months of therapy, and then she came back. She was exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was huge. <laughs> Not telling for months, and then she came back, and it was like, oh, she's still doing the same thing. Who's going to do that? At least like, have a, like, become herself again, and then, like, Regress sometimes, like a flashbacks or something. If you wanted to do that, yeah, just random, just me. Yeah. yeah, it's just randomly in the elimination chamber or sitting on the swing. You're like, have you just been <laughs> doing months and months and months of this, so you don't act like this anymore? But yeah, yeah. So where do you think maybe this, it'll go somewhere? Where do you think this pay per view ranks amongst the? I don't think it's near the top. 
it's not near the top, but it's certainly not the worst. I mean, again, like we said, I said this last week and I've said it before on the show with AEW, it's becoming the victim of your own success, really. Mm-hmm. People are like, it's the same with the NXT takeovers when they were so amazing. You're always going to naturally compare. Um, yeah, as I say, they, there has been better shows, but I don't think, um, yeah, that's, I, I don't think it was a bad show at all, but I just think, yeah, there has definitely been better ones. I think if they made, there's, there's eight, really good matches on this they could have cut it if they had them eight matches and it was just two and a half three hours long it would have been amazing but even the Hardy's Young Bucks I didn't think it was that great a match I think they, I think they were trying to make it it was like bring it up to like a dream match level but they had this match seven years ago and that was great well that's the but, thing I, I can't really say I care for the for the Hardys in 2022 as well as much as I would do funny enough five years ago or even well before that um, I, I kind of like what Matt Hardy was doing, doing, being the broken Matt Hardy and Jeff doing all his weird characters as well. So going back to just being the Hardy boys is a bit, mm, I've seen this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's exactly it. And, um, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, them beating the Young Bucks as well was the only match that really wound me up. But I, I suppose, yeah, they might do another, they could potentially do a rematch, maybe in like a, a ladder match, or I don't know, which Young Bucks hopefully will win and go over, but, yeah, I can't say... Um, as I said, the match itself I did enjoy, don't get me wrong, but I didn't like the outcome, and as I say, I just can't really say I've got much yeah, yeah desire to watch Hardy's in 2022, that is. Yeah, I just hope Jeff goes get down on different reasons. I, I, like, I think that's a bit harsh, right? Because they are still good and still after a lot, and Jeff's still a top talent. No, don't get me wrong, I, do, I, just, I just would rather... There's just so many... I think there's just better tag teams these days on in AEW that I, I would rather um, that I'd rather see. I, I think they're, I think they're so yeah. creative. Just going back to being the Hardys in your tight t-shirts and baggy pants is a bit, a bit ninety. <laughs> but I, I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love Jeff to go back to like a, a Willow character or something weird, like be, be the weird enigma type of thing. And I really loved Broken Matt Hardy and the weird stuff he was doing. I know Tony Carl didn't like it, but. I did. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, that's it. I'm not going to be in rush to watch this whole show again. But there are matches I'll probably, I'd love to. Yeah, I'll probably go back and watch the Black the Triangle match a few, a few more times. And yeah, I need to watch the Kyler Riley um, Darby Allen match. I've heard that was a good hard hitting ten minute match. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it was. No, there was. Yeah, it was a good match. Um, yeah, and say it was that was sort of one that kind of yeah got straight to the point really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think a couple of matches they could have shaved a couple of minutes off each one. I <laughs> some of them went on a bit, but yeah, so I, say, I, I enjoyed it. It just it was too long. I, just, I can't sit there for five hours. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I said to you, I think it was off air. Um, I think yeah, five hours is asking a lot. Not just for well, people to watch it at home, but uh, in, even in the paying audience. I mean, I've been at shows when they've gone on for that long, and you do get knackered out, and uh, you want to have sort of every match with the crowd on their feet. Uh, cause I think every rest, every match kind of deserved it. So, but it's difficult to get that from from uh, obviously from an audience. So, I think yeah, I think they should try and look to try and keep it under four hours or four mm. hours max. Um, I don't think there's any issue with that. So I think they just need to look at how they can, going forward on pay-per-views, how they can shave off a bit of time uh, to, yeah, to keep the show under or at the four-hour mark, in my opinion. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with the Owen Hart, because they got given belts. 
So are they defending these belts, or are they just holding these belts for a year? And they're just gonna... Is it like the King of the Ring crown you have? It yeah, I, I suspect it'd be like the King of the Ring crown. Because I, I, I really like the look of the belt. It's based on the an old Stampede belt, but they just pinked and blacked it up a bit. So that's, that looks really cool. So. Sapping and Dolls, it's Harley Hudson, and you're, you're listening to Broken But Glorious. See ya! Alright, so this Sunday is Hell in a Cell. Ooh. As of now, only one Hell in a Cell match has been announced. So, Ooh. so we'll go through what's been announced so far, and then we'll see. Because I'm guessing there'll be one or two matches in SmackDown announced, so we can give our predictions what things are going to happen. So, first match is the Hell in a Cell match. Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rick and Rollins. Seth Rick and Rollins? Yeah. Rick and Rollins? <laughs> freaking. I know it's freaking. <laughs> Did you just call him Rickin? Seth Frick. Rick and Rollins? No. Frickin'. Big Rick. <laughs> Frick and Rollins. I thought you were calling him Rick. I was like, what you are you doing? How would you do this? Would you have... Cody win 3-0 in the feud or because yeah. if Seth wins does that mean the feud just continues <laughs> well that's the issue yeah I think now they've I, I would have yeah if they were going to do that they should have really given Seth the win at backlash but I think now they're kind well, of in a situation if Seth loses now he's lost 3-0 to, to, to Cody why does that lose Seth I think yeah then you just put Seth into a, a feud where he wins next time but He's got to he's got to win whoever he works next. I, th- I think they need to build. If it, I can do. I leave you reckon they're building Cody to a possible SummerSlam. I think so. Yeah, I think that's where they're going to go. And I th- I wouldn't be surprised if Cody's yeah, the one who, who topples Reigns. So uh, yeah, I think I think that's where they're going to go. Yeah, I think they've kind of backed themselves into a bit of this now, where it has to be three nil. Um, what I will say is it's refreshing to actually have a match that kind of merits the Hell in a Cell. Because yes. um, usually I, I'm not a fan of gimmick pay-per-views, never have been, and probably never will be, uh, bar the odd obvious ones. But um, yeah, if I, thought, I, I just think with this, uh, usually you just get like a title match that's in their cell for no apparent reason, um, and there's been no feud or anything going into it. So yeah, this is a refreshing change, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I, I think it's going to be. It's, it should be a great match. I've enjoyed yeah. both matches so far, so. I've enjoyed the rivalry, to be honest with you. I think it's been good. Um, I think the rivalry's been, has been, I think it's gone now. I think it's gone the, the time. I think this does need to be the end of it because you run the risk then of it becoming uh, a bit stale. It's been going on a bit long now, hasn't it? I think, yeah. Obviously, we've got it next this week. So let this match be the end of it. And then, yeah, I suspect, co- well, both men will probably be in the Money in the Bank match itself. Oh, yeah, maybe. And, and yeah. Hmm. Maybe Cody might win the money in the bank and announce his cashing. Yeah. Haven't had that for a long time. I'm going to face you at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah, that could, could, yeah. And the last person who did that was Van Damme, wasn't it? Or Cena, I think. um, Oh, yes, Cena did it. Against, on that Raw 1000, I think. Oh, and um, didn't Strowman do it against Reigns? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, he said he was going to wrestle at WrestleMania, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He said, I'm cashing in for WrestleMania. Yeah, that's it. After a few that all went to shit and then Goldberg <laughs> yeah. slapped him up. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Goldberg got slapped up, didn't he? Yeah. Shame. Oh, I like Goldberg. <laughs> uh, I think he's probably the only person in the <laughs> demographic of 23 yeah. that um, still loves Goldberg. I didn't, because I, I never really watched WCW back in the day. I've not got the nostalgia for 
Colbert. I love him, but not in 2022. I love love this return in 2016, but I've seen enough now. No no more. Certainly no. And and 100% no more title matches. Is it just me? He'd he'd have more? Potentially, yeah. You might be the only person in the world. (laughs) On Sims W World Champion. (laughs) I'm not going that far, but I'd like to see my... I don't know how I'd wrestle yeah, I quite enjoyed this match against uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler the other year. <laughs> Two minutes squash, done. <laughs> what, what was the next match? It's the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Belair versus Asuka versus Becky Lynch. I have absolutely no idea who's going to win this match. Uh, using my logic of t- uh, champions don't usually lose multi-person matches. But yeah. I, can't, I can't really see Becky or Asuka getting pinned. So. <laughs> I think it'll be, yeah, tough one. I'm, I'm going to go for Belair, though, to retain. Um, yeah, because I think Oscar Choose and Becky... Choose shenanigans. <laughs> well, Oscar and Becky have kind of... Because I think, obviously, this match clearly wasn't the plan. Um, I think it was going to be Bianca versus Naomi. I mean, so it sounds like it was going to be the, yeah, the match. Yeah. Um, so, clearly, this was... I, I think they were always going to go down the Becky-Oscar rivalry anyway, so... I think, yeah, Bianca retains and they'd probably come up with a new opponent for her for the next pay-per-view and Oscar, Becky continue their rivalry, I guess, going forward. So, yeah, I think Bianca. Yeah, I'm going to go Bianca as well, just because they don't usually lose multi-person matches. No, it's, it's a rare one, isn't it? OK, um, Matt, this is going to be a match of the night. Bobby Lashley versus Amos and then... Oh, WrestleMania match. I didn't hate it. I just don't like anything with Omos, if I'm honest. I'm surprised this isn't in hell of a cell, because they had it in a cage. (laughs) Would make sense. I hope Bobby Lashley wins, and I hope this, well, yeah, I hope we don't see, um, yeah, Omos an MVP again. Has Lashley wrestled Reigns actually yet? So he could be a potential one just to... Yeah, so I reckon maybe he could be an opponent for, for Money in the Bank. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, they don't seem to be wanting to put reins on the on pay per views at the moment, or certainly they're wanting to defend the title on pay per views. So, um, so yeah. I, I had the feeling they were going to start pushing AJ Styles back up to the main event, but then you just throw him in this tag team of Finn Balor. I thought so. Mm. Well, it's not just a tag team, is it? It's the club. Mm-hmm. The club. <laughs> yeah, if it's it, not, if if, it's if, not if, just if the club either, it's two leaders of the Bullet Club at different times. AJ Styles was the one who replaced Finn Balor or mm. Fergal Devitt or Prince Devitt as yeah. leader of Bullet Club. It's a bit of a big deal. Yes, it's, yeah. Fans have wanted this for years. I remember back in the day when they had um, AJ Styles and Gallows and Anderson backstage and then Finn Balor would come through and he'd try and do the two sweep with him. And, and they should have just done it. Yeah. Should have done it when they had the chance. Yeah, I could, I could see if Bobby Lashley gets a good win. I can see him going against Reigns next show. I, I like that idea. Do <laughs> you think we could get Anderson and Gallows back just so that all of them could be together again? I think their contract has come up to be fair in Impact. No, um, no, so no, it is. It's not the thing, but I just don't... With, yeah. So it's not the end, It's not the worst shout, but um, yeah, who knows? Would they want to Would they want to go back to to, no. to, to, a, to a, really, <laughs> well, a terrible tag team division? No. Um or would they? Yeah, I think, I think you just answered that yourself. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> I like I like the thinking, but yeah, 
Yeah, I think it's more hopeful. <laughs> sadly, it's not us booking it. If it was us booking it, then yes, 100%, but uh, sadly, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll book them as monsters. I'll, I'll love them. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're a great tag team, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is probably my favourite uh, storyline of all the moments of Ezekiel versus Kevin <laughs> 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 It's brilliant. It's so silly, but yeah, it's you're right, brilliant. I, I think it's I think it's actually had a very good rivalry, and it is one of the. I think Raw, in my opinion, is better than SmackDown at the moment. Um, and I think this is actually one of the best storylines on Raw. Whether it says more about the product than maybe I'm actually giving it a bit of a backhanded compliment to the to the whole company. But on paper, it sounds crap. Oh yeah, brilliant. <laughs> If you had said to me when Kevin Owens is at negotiation back at the start of the year, this would be a feud post-mania after a feud, <laughs> feud with Stone Cold, um, I would say, well, he should rip that contract up immediately and just get the hell over to uh, AEW immediately. But, yeah, he, they both wrestlers have made this work, and they've done, they've made it good and good watch, very watchable TV, I will say. And I'm not just, it generally has been good. Has <laughs> equal ass to win the best, though, isn't it? I'm surprised there's not some type of silly stipulation on it, but I think Ezekiel has to win this. I'm surprised uh, yeah. Ze- calling him Ezekiel so quickly. <laughs> I don't really like his gear, though, because it's just like a bad cosplay of Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> so it's like... I don't get the gimmick. I don't get where it's going. I don't get what the payoff is. <laughs> Did it Elias' younger brother? Why does this go? I don't know. Because obviously the payoff would be for them to be in the room at the same time. They already have been. There's a photo of them There's together. There's a photo of them together. Yeah. No, but you mean on TV like you did with Santino and Santino Morella. <laughs> That's I, the I, obvious payoff, but beyond that, where where's this go? Ezekiel will win the Royal Rumble and will go on to challenge Roman <laughs> Reigns at WrestleMania. And then Elias will be out there to hug him after the match. <laughs> yes, yeah, I like that. <laughs> that they're all joking so I don't know where it's going I, I, sometimes I think with WWE that as there's no hope with long term booking just enjoy the moment I guess <laughs> it's what I've come to teach myself about stuff with WWE because who knows next week we're on the show and he's probably both of them are, he's probably been released next week so <laughs> yeah I'm going to go to Ezekiel I can't, I can't see anything about Ezekiel really. yeah I think you yeah give it to Ezekiel but then a bit like Seth I think yeah you're looking at KO's next paper, I suppose he'll be in the the money in the bank as well. You're trying to want to give KO a bit of a win against somewhere because yeah, he's another one who's not really um yeah uh, he's, uh, he's not had a few wins for more pay per view wins certainly for a while. Yeah, because I, I can see both of these being in the money in the bank, but uh, I'm guessing there's only going to be free from Raw, free from SmackDown. I'm guessing. So, yeah. Next is Theory versus Mustafa Ali for the United States Championship. This should be a fun match. These are two great workers. It was given yeah. a, a decent amount of time. You give it 10, 15 minutes. They could do something great with this. So. There, I say they're actually... Yeah, they could definitely have a really good match. They certainly could, and I think they're actually... The United States Championship actually been defended on a pay-per-view is mind-blowing, so um, long may it continue. No, it's it's good um, to have the mid-card title. I was going to say the Intercontinent, I can't even tell you who holds it at the moment, let alone um, seeing that... Yeah, so it's good to see a mid-card title on, on the show. And I think, but again, like Mustafa Ali, since his return, has been good. Um, I think there's a few wrestlers as well on that mid-card scene, which is actually making it quite an, a few arms. You've got Champa in the background, The Miz. Um, so there's a few of them. So, yeah, no, um, enjoying this. I think 
I think Theory retains just because, yeah, I think he hasn't held the belt for too long. So I'd give Theory the win, yeah. but I wouldn't rule out a rematch in the future between these mm. two in the near future. No, it's definitely, definitely could be a rematch, but uh, I think it's it's definitely too soon to set the belt off him, isn't it? Yeah. Well, maybe that's where the shot comes from, but I don't think. No, I agree. Okay, and then the final match, six-person tag. We've got Judgment Day versus Finn, Styles, and Liv Morgan. Stables. Love it. Now, um... <laughs> It's good to have. No, I do. I, I, this has actually been. I think this has been the best out of all of them. There's been some good builds, to be fair, to some of these matches. Um, so I'm um, doubling down on this. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I have enjoyed the um, Edge the Edge table. I already have um, the the Judgment Day. Uh, I did like um, the fifty percent. It's a budget. It's a budget um, uh, House of Black, but uh, no, it, <laughs> House House of Purple. People keep sort of it. So. I'm just happy. I, st- I still don't get it. I just think it's good. I just like stables, so I, I, I just think it's such an easy way to get someone a bit more TV time and, and give someone relevance. Um, it just is an edge to me, though. This it, isn't. I know that's probably silly of me to, because obviously characters evolve, they change, whatever. Hmm. But this just is an edge to me. Yeah, I feel. Are they trying to, uh, trying to do like a modern day brood? Yeah, I think that's what they're yeah. kind of. But he just so a doesn't, bit more goth. He just doesn't he, have the right vibe to me. Like this isn't Edge. But even the other three, I'm, I'm loving Bad Styles and Morgan together. I think that they're quite a cool. I think they're quite a cool stable as well. Mm. Um, as like the club. So yeah, yeah no. I, like, I like that. I just don't. Just this. I like rated R superstar Edge Christian Edge. Mm. It's just this isn't what I want to see from Edge. But maybe that's me not wanting to move on or whatever but I, I'm not a fan of the new music maybe I just don't want to I don't like change maybe that's just me <laughs> maybe that's what it is because it could easily just be me like wanting what I had as a child or whatever like that's mm. how I see Edge and like m- maybe I'm like completely wrong and everyone's loving it but uh, it just doesn't feel right to me mm. okay, I, in the same same breath everyone goes oh but would you want to see John Cena as a bad guy? Like, yeah, but that's not what we had. Like, that's not what John Cena is. But I don't know. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I just don't look at Edge like that. He was always like, to me, he was always like that rock and roll guy. Yeah. Well, I've got one of his t-shirts that says, like, rock and roll. Like, what, was, what was his t-shirt? Like, back in the day, what was it? Um, It's a rated R t-shirt. They released it. Oh, prof- uh, what's it got on the back of it? Hold on. <laughs> I'll find it. Bear with me. There well, it is. Got it. Got it here. Got it here. Got it here. Wait, 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 wait. Um, that's it. Uh, this may contain explicit um, uh, foul language, excessive violence, and strong sexual situations. <laughs> I've got that T-shirt, and it's just that's the thing that just reminds me of Edge. Like that. That is what Edge is to me. Like he was that edgy guy growing up. I never liked him growing up. And there's like another one, it had like sex and violence down the front of it and stuff like that. And it's mm. like, he was that rock and roll guy that I, like, as I got older, because like when I was like little, like six, I was like, oh, I want six, seven, eight. I was like proper John Cena fan, because obviously everyone is as a, as a child. But then as I started getting older, I, I was more into Edge. Yeah. And like that whole rated R stuff now, like that, that's, I don't know, maybe it's because I, I took a lot of inspiration from Edge as like a character and wanting to be cool like Edge like 
before I was a wrestler and then I became a wrestler and I still like look at Edge and I go, Edge is sick. And like, I've taken it, I've, the stuff that I've met from Edge, like move wise and stuff like that, because I, I love Edge, but I'm not, the Edge that I love isn't this Edge. If that, I've said Edge too many times, so it's that, yeah. that's not <laughs> the way. He, he was, you know what, I'm, you know what I mean? I just don't get it. I don't, I don't feel it. I don't connect with it. I, think, I just say, it's, I say it as a vehicle to get Rian Ripley, give her a bit of a character. And... Yeah, I've, I've, I've got, I'm, I'm all for giving just characters a bit of a, a bit more time on TV and everything. I, I do hope though, I think I do want Styles to get. I think I want Styles Balor and Morgan to get the win. You could market it as a bit of an upset, and then maybe because he keeps hinting that more people are going to join this um, stable, so maybe the next night on Raw we might get someone. Someone new joined the stable. Kovic, who's gone over there? Yeah, as long as they bring that name back, <laughs> just yes. the T-bar nonsense. Yeah, um, but yeah, well, it makes I, sense, doesn't it? Because obviously they're, they're they're like a homage to the brute to the brood, aren't they? Which was like they got formed into the ministry and everything. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do a screw finish though again because I think we. I was yeah. No, I, I, we, I think yeah, we had that at the last pay per view. So I'd, I'd have a shock upset. You could argue it as Styles. Bader and Morgan went, and then the next night on Raw, that's when I'd potentially have someone else join the join the the, the, the I stable. I think Edge and sorry, I think AJ and um, Finn and uh, Liv need to go over in this. Yeah, I think it's time they, they need to well, obviously they need to get some kind of win back because obviously Edge won at WrestleMania. Cool. Um, any other matches you can see being added to the card? I can see Walter versus Ricochet for the IC, uh, IC title. Um. Yeah, potentially. Um, that would be the first. You know, that, that does happen. That would be the first time the Intercontinental's been defended since WrestleMania 37. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, which is a frightening statistic. Um, yeah, um, potentially that. Um, I don't think. I've, yeah, I mean, given the fact. I, I thought it was announced on Raw. Obviously, I misheard. I thought they were announcing Usos versus Nakamura and, and uh, Riddle. So maybe you might get Reigns against either Nakamura or Riddle for the belt, but. Uh, which I think would make well, it kind of needs to happen, but I don't see them putting the WWE. I don't think they'll give it two days' notice for WWE to put a belt on the pay per view. So, no, yeah, you not see Ronda Rousey defend their title. I can't remember it being on TV recently. I don't really see SmackDown. Only. I don't. I don't really watch SmackDown. I only catch up the results. We've been on a Friday. It's just yeah. Because usually before I watch it when I'm working the next day, but SmackDown obviously goes into the weekend. So, mm. um. No, no, I don't know. Probably not. Oh, uh, mind if, it, if it was uh, Ricochet versus Walter and that tag team match, I wouldn't mind them two matches being added. Well, didn't they? Um, am I right in saying? I'm trying to think. Back at Backlash, then you had Ronda versus Charlotte. They had. They didn't have. Um, did they have? Um, yeah, I don't think they had a Raw Women's title. So I think they're whether they're just no. doing it. Yeah, one pay per view at a time, where one is the women's title, which I think makes a little bit of sense to be fair. And, it's not the worst idea because they're going to go back to they're going to unify that belt soon yeah any other one I'm trying to think what a few are going on the most Butch versus Xavier Woods (laughs) for the 50,000th time (laughs) Uh, nothing else is jumping out me I think Drew probably needs a match but he's not not really doing much he's just waiting for his for the Cardiff show to have a title match if the Usos have a match and at the end of the match Roman gets involved and then somebody comes out makes the save and that sets up the next the, 
if maybe something like Bobby Lashley comes out and makes a save, and that sets up the the title match at Money in the Bank. That could be a, a good way to use Roman without him wrestling. Ugh. Yeah, I, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I hate the way they, they, they haven't got matches all set up at least like two weeks in advance. Why are we still waiting for matches being out two days before the show? Yeah. WWE? Well, it is, isn't it? Yeah, we do it. Do you, don't have, you, don't have to, you don't have to shill the pay-per-views anymore, do you? You have the network, you have the network. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> no, yes, they just put things on on the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let alone, like, two days before. There's been times on the day where they've just added stuff, haven't there? Definitely. Mm. <laughs> I'm quite looking forward to the show. Because, uh, uh, you can't beat Hell in a Cell match is usually for I think Cody versus Seth's got to be a great match. Always is, isn't it? Uh, uh, before uh, we go, do you want to shell out your t-shirts? That's, uh, of course I do. Because brand uh, new I've t-shirts. Got few, I've got still got uh, the Welcome to the Rave t-shirts uh, remaining, but we've also got on pre-order at the moment is the uh, the Joanna Rivera Rave t-shirts, and they are available currently exclusively at lanchevera12.bigcartel.com so if you want to get on them they should be arriving in stock on the 10th there's obviously only limited stock at the moment mm-hmm. so get them while you can yes me and Joel will get ours on the at the infamous show so, well you never know they might be sold out you never know yeah. they might sell out in future shock that did happen at Odyssey actually the first time I've took my uh, <laughs> my yeah that'd be uh, maybe it's well, Welcome to the Rave T-shirts. I took them to Odyssey and they were gone. Yeah, I was representing the Rivera Rave in the gym this morning. So, and you were representing it, Wrestle Island. Yes. Yeah, you, you gave me a dirty look when I was wearing it on Saturday. Yeah. in the wash. I was good. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. The semi-final match and you don't turn up in your shit. What's that about? Well, I, I had the black one ready for Sunday and then I went, got the white one out and I had a stain on it. I was like, oh, no. So that was in the wash. So, so I thought I'd wear the Violent Society one. Well, I was the only one who got a fist bunch for KC, so, so he booed everybody else. So, uh, I think there's anything else coming up. Um, I'm interviewing Adonis Payne from his UBW, and he was the Square One champion. So I'm interviewing him this week. That should be fun. Uh, that'll be out on Friday. Um, Nick, have you got anything? Um, nothing currently booked in, uh, but it is the Progress Super Strong Star weekend, so oh. as well this next weekend, I will just give them a bit of a plug. That, look, that looks like a great card, so far. Yeah. I do need to go, yeah, I went to um, Super Strong Star, so it sort of brought back mem- really happy memories. I went in 2017, it was a mm. fantastic three-day weekend, so yeah, I'm sure anyone who's going will, will enjoy themselves over the, the bank holiday period. Yeah, the winner of the tournament gets the championship as well. Yeah, they do indeed, yeah, so high stakes. Any, any predictions? Um, Go on, Nick, put yourself well, on I, the line. Who's walking uh, over the progress title? I don't really... I, it won't be obvious. I, I can't see it being one of the big guys like, uh, for instance, John Morrison, who's who's entering it. So Johnny uh, Progress. Johnny Progress, I should say, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, forgive me. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't see it being one of the... Um, one of the big guys. I, I, it'll be one of the sort of up and coming, uh, one of the up and coming guys, I reckon. So, um, who? who? Say a name. Oh, Warren Banks, maybe, or um, actually, no. I'll t- 
because he's wrestling Big Damon. I think he'll know. I'm just trying. I'm trying to work out the brackets. So brackets, you Aussie. Maybe um, Chris Ridgeway. I'd like to see Ooh. someone I've seen for a while now, and I think he would yeah. be. I think it could be his one to to go to the top. So Chris Ridgeway. G money. G money. I'd like another guy. I like as well, a bit underrated. Uh, again, though, I think I don't know what his schedule allowing to become champion. Ricky Shane Page. Mm. Um, Sort of saw him in America a few times when I was out there, and he's seen him at another progress show. So I oh, saw he's in there. So, but I find out if he's actually up against G Money in the first round. So. <laughs> um, but no, um, I think yeah, I think Chris Ridgeway could be a good could be a good shout. Good shout, yeah. He's been he's been quite high profile on all the shows recently. High, high profile on the shows, and I think yeah, to take his sort of his own career to the next level, I think giving him the progress title, giving that a little bit more exposure because he's a great great wrestler. Lance Trader. He is. Oh, is it? I didn't know he was from that part of the well, country. I, I thought it was Dance. No, he's from up north. He's uh, he is very much up north. He trains. Uh, well, he takes training for for Future Shock. So he is the one I'm going to be supporting up the Future Shock, mm-hmm. up the boys, up the Ridgeway. Well, as soon as Lance is booked on progress, that will be my return to the ballroom. I could, I'll give you my word. <laughs> now, as soon as Lance is back at. If Lance ever gets booked for progress, that'll be my return to the yeah, edge. He was talking to the owners on Saturday, Sunday. I well, I saw a picture, yeah, doing the round. So, yep, yeah, that'll be my promise to Mike and um, and all of the... I will be there if Lance gets booked. That'll be my return to the electric ballroom. I'll even buy you a beer you after. Need, and, um, you in need the, to uh, get that tweeted, Half, and get that on Twitter. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. I'm not joking. Get it on no, Twitter. Get it on Twitter I'll, I'll now. Stop, I am doing it, doing it right as we speak. I'll go one better. I'll go one better. I'll actually tweet it out of um, uh, BBG as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll even raise the stakes even more. The campaign is on. Yes. <laughs> the campaign. Rivera for progress. Yes. Right, so we'll leave the show there. So if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. It's at BBG Wrestling, where you can see Nick's tweet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Get it retweeted. If you're listening to this now, Rivera for progress and Rivera for Wrestle Island champion. Hashtag. It's coming. It's coming home. It's coming back. The Rivera rave will be number one. <laughs> <laughs> now is the time. Now is the time. People need to get on this. I'm telling you now, Hustle Malone, he ain't got nothing on me. Come August 21st, as the old saying goes, he may be good, but I will be better. The Rivera Redemption Tour begins today. Some August breaking 21st. news. Peter's just put it in the Island Temple group that he's going to have a ring this weekend if it fits in the van. Oh, you said there's going to be breaking news. So something to happen then. It's breaking news for me. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be training in a wrestling ring rather than a boxing ring. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, again, follow us on Twitter, BBG Wrestling. Our website is bbgwrestling.com. Please like the Pro Wrestling World page. Uh, links in the description. And we'll see you next week for Hell in a Cell Stroke NXT In Your House review. If we have time to do both. Good night. <laughs>